two best friends who love to chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant. Those who ant. Those who ant. Hello, and thank you for listening to Those Who Ant, the podcast that helps you see the world through ant-colored glasses. I am Auntie Mags. I'm Aunt Pat. And Pat, you you look adorable today. Firstly, you're so excited. What's going on with you? Oh, I got a letter from the IRS. What? Yes. I owe them money. Oh, brother. What, yeah. Uh, why are you oh. so excited? Why do you seem so happy about it? I'm pushing through. I am going to embrace being alive. I'm not going to let them get me. Oh, no. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. Okay. Okay. So h- first of all, how did you get this letter? You had to go pick it up? I did. I did. You know, I have to go pick up my mail at the post office. And, you know, everyone gives me the eye there already. And I'm like, yeah. you think you think I want to be here doing this? You won't come to my house, right? Right. So, and I don't like like going there because of, you know, this podcast sometimes makes it sound like I don't like people and I kind of don't, but I do, you know, but I will describe the folks at the post office. Yeah. It's every degree of humanity and no one's, no yeah. one's really, no one's excited to be there because they're not giving anything away. You know, the highlight of it before was just new stamps. At any rate, I picked it up. I opened it. It said there was an error on my return. So I owe the federal government money. And I got to tell you, as someone who read the news or reads the news, I'm paying more taxes than, you know, um, Jeff Bim- yeah. I'm paying more, you know, percentage wise. Percentage wise, you're paying way more. And here's the thing we hate Jeff. Uh, what is his name? How did Jeff you say Bim- it? Bim- Bim- Bimbos? Bimbos. We hate him. You know, you and I love people, but we hate people, but we love each other, but we hate other people. And, and right, you know, and right. I, I, here's the thing I, I think that's ridiculous. That guy should have to pay everybody's taxes. <gasps> and then, you know what? He wouldn't be so um, hated. You know, if he said, okay, yeah. I'm just going to take care of everybody's taxes. Now you're still destroying the planet and you mm-hmm. still kind of, I don't trust you as far as I could throw you. But what a good gesture of goodwill. You know, yeah. tis, the, tis the season, pay everyone's taxes, starting with me. Yeah. I think. I, just, I think that's the least you could do. I yeah, really do. And I just have to tell you this one more thing. If you're listening to this and you got the same letter that I did, I wish you a lot of luck on trying to pay it because you have to go on the website. Imagine this, the IRS website. I do imagine it because I have also tried to go on that website and it kept telling me that my username and, and password were incorrect. But I was like, no, it's not. How is this the slowest website there's ever been before? There's they don't no want you. Website. It's like, it's like, do you want me to pay it or do you not want me to pay it? Right. I think it's that one. The latter. And then they want you to get in trouble so I can end up in jail with all the other people exactly like me who are like, well, I owe them a few hundred bucks and here I am in a debtor's prison. Yeah. Meantime, yeah. white collar criminals. That's exactly right. White yep. collar criminals. They're paying, playing pickleballs, you know, in some facility in upstate New York. And here I am rotting away. Well, I got to say, if you're listening to this and you're like, December's already hard, please don't do this, Pat. That's why I came in a smiling and a jiving or whatever, because <laughs> I'm not going to let it get me down. I got it all off my chest. And if it helps you to know that if you got a letter from the IRS, just know you're not alone. We shall persevere. How are you? Me? I'm good. I'm oh, great. Okay. I'm just happy to be here. Oh, of course. I think we all got to glide into 2022 like this. We're all upright and that's all that we can count on and then just move it forward. I'm going to I'm gonna do resolutions again this year, but just dumb ones. You know what I mean? Right. I'm, nothing yeah. serious. Well, what's you know what? One, what's one yeah. dumb one that you would do? Oh, um, let's see. Okay, let's think of something really stupid. Oh, I'm going to um, I'm gonna get a wig that makes me look like my grandmother, my grandmother Juanita. I'm going to try to find one that makes it look, God bless, she's in heaven now, but my grandmother Juanita, I'll try to find a wig that makes me look like her and try to do a photo shoot like I look like my grandmother. Oh my God. Get I a polyester shirt. Again, yeah. this 
this is all said with love. A polyester shirt with a bow on the top. A cardigan. Put some used Kleenex in the sleeve. Roll it up like it's not there. Some of those old big glasses. And then a wig. You know where it's, God bless, we're all going that way. Because my grandmother, you know, everyone who's alive, who's human, eventually you won't have enough hair. And then you have to tease the hair you have left and you have to set it. And then it makes it look like a helmet. That's exactly Mm -hmm. my dear, sweet grandma Juanita. Juanita Jupina, throwing up for the realist, you know? Oh, people will say that's not a real name. And I will, I could give you evidence that it is. You know, it's it's not a real name that looks like it would be attached to your name. Right. They do seem different. Now, she was my dear, sweet maternal grandmother. Yeah, God bless her. Yeah, please don't use this against me somehow with the Social Security Administration. Well, too late. My social's out there and all that stuff, so it doesn't matter. But you know what? You know what always makes me feel kind of secure and like everything's going to be okay? And it's looking at the face of a guest, right? Yeah. I mean, it's exactly. honestly, I feel I feel like um settled. You know, I don't I don't feel like I'm going, that debtor's prison seems a lot less likely uh, yeah. looking at the face of a guest, you know? Yeah, I agree with you fully. There's nothing that warms my heart up more. And you know, it's hard because my, my heart is cold and dead. Oh, well, you Okay. Without further ado, let's let's bring him in here. Ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, but however you identify, please welcome to the program, Uncle Herc. Hello. Hello. It's wonderful uh, to see you both. Those dulcet tones, Herc. We, we yeah. are so happy to have you. Welcome. It's delightful to see you both again. Oh, it's been far too long. Oh, it far has because of the stupid... Yeah thing that we're all experiencing. Now, Hark, you know, don't you don't have to get too personal because um, of a lot of reasons, but have you ever had the IRS contact you? You know, I, not the IRS, no, but I actually, it's funny you should mention, I did go to debtor's prison in France. Just, <gasps> oh, it was just was a month and a half. Yeah, was it European? It was pretty beautiful. Yeah, okay. and it was just six months. You know, I had the money. I just had to have it transferred to a French bank so oh. that then I could pay their government. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was it was six weeks of uh, of uh, grass tennis oh. and um, and grass very tennis. astringent cheese. Well, yeah, both of those things. You're going to have to break those down. Are you a, are you a dual citizen? Well, no, but that was back when I was trying to get into some kind of faculty job in in France or or <sighs> Switzerland or or Italy for that matter. Although my Italian is atrocious. You love the Alps. Yeah. That's what I yeah. do know about you. Yeah. Anything that's alpine, I think, is something that you like. Now, mm-hmm. and people, what people don't know is you're an academic. So, you're, you know, you're a teacher and all that. So, yeah. Well, I, I try. You want, oh, I try. you do. You teach. Are you kidding? You have taught the two of us so many things. And I want you to teach us two more. Grass tennis. What does that mean? Oh, but, uh, you can play tennis on a grass court. Oh, happens. the the court is grass. I thought the ball is somehow made of a bunch of grass all stuck together. And then I do you know the game's over when it comes apart. Yeah. Ah, ah. Well, that would be delightful as well. Yeah. Remember how some of the courts are, are grass and some of them are clay. And then the other kind is the one that you would play on in high school. That is nice. Cement. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. 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 Well, you I'm, went to tennis camp. You tell me. Well, I don't know. No one told me about the floor. It was basically like spit out your gum. You're going to choke. There's an example. <laughs> of education right there. I mean, some places don't care. They're just like, have at it, give it a go with no sort of introduction, no context, no helping hand, you know? Now, my second Mm -hmm. question, you said something that I'm terrified of, Mm -hmm. astringent cheese. Uh, Well, I can understand it uh, it is a very intimidating family of cheese. That is true. 
a family now again a family of cheese so you're talking about a type of cheese basically uh well i i think there's all sorts of names for um where cheeses come from right Mm -hmm. Um, okay uh, and they come from cows milk yes or goats some donkeys i think Oh, donkeys. Can you imagine? I bet that's what they give you in Dennis prison. Donkey cheese. You know, we should have been so lucky. I couldn't always get the name of what they were giving us to eat. Uh But I would love to know if I've had donkey cheese. I would love to know because I would sue. And I and I know you've got to look on your face like it's okay. But if I learned I had donkey cheese because it would have been um, sneaky, I would sue the the parent company of whoever gave that to me because they look um, I, they look fine, but I don't. I don't think I want anything from them. Mm. Now, I, donkey cheese sounds like the worst thing I've ever heard. Well, maybe close, definitely close to the top. Was the, how did that taste? Now, I, I think there's a good chance I did have it, and if so, it definitely is an astringent cheese. Okay, now tell us what the heck that means. I thought that was a face wash. I did too. Yeah. I think it can do that too. Although maybe not in the cheese form, but now there's all kinds of food in face products. So maybe, maybe some people out there are just using donkey cheese on their face. That's horrible. But yeah. That's, that's horrific. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think the young are great and they're going to save us or maybe they won't. It's too late, but they're doing things. If I put donkey cheese on my face, just put me in the ground. Just, I'm going to yeah, lay down and it. put dirt on me. Yeah. Cause it's, end it for I, me. that's a sign that I'm not doing great. Take away my driver's license. If you, if I have donkey cheese on my face. Now you said astringent. Does it taste um, chemical? Does it taste like a cleanser? Is that what it is? It does. Yes. And there are, of course, there are other there are other flavor components going on. But yeah, it's got those high high bracing tones. Oh, I like um, cheddar. Yeah. Mm. Why would anybody eat that? Well, it's like why would some people uh, uh, eat moldy cheese? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I say yeah, why, that as well. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Why would they I say that yeah. about that too? Well, I will say, Hark. I think that you would because you have what people would call a palate. And I don't think I got that. I don't think I received that early on, you know, genetically. So Megs and I have talked before about chemicals that make foods. And that's kind of what I crave sometimes because yeah, that's what I'm used to, right? I, I'm used to chemicals uh, tasting good. But I don't, I think that you have what people call a palate and you can taste a lot of things so they don't scare you. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't have those. Right. I, I think it took me, I, I didn't come out this way, you know. I think it took some oh. time. You know, I, it's been so, so long that I've been on the, been trying to find my subject matter, you know, trying to find what I really am meant to teach. Yeah, that, right. That sometimes uh, some of these really blow you away flavors are the only thing that can remind you you're alive. Oh my God. I don't think about food like that. I think about, you know, I'll get excited about margaritas, but that's- Oh yeah, kinda, me too, me too. Right. But you talk about foods and you make me go, oh, I, I do like food. I should like food, you know? I should, yeah. I should, I think is the right is the right way to say that. I should uh, like food. Oh, I hate should. I hate all shoulds. <gasps> you what? do? Oh, yes, yes. What? <laughs> What a what a what a way to make you yourself feel like donkey cheese, you know? Oh, right. There, to feel like it? It well, instead of I just think instead of should, what if we were all able to think about um what would be different if such oh, and such. I love that. You know, the whole world is full of you should do this and you should do that, because clearly mm-hmm. I just said that out loud. I really like that philosophy, like not should, would. Boy, that really I think that would really help a lot of people, Herc, to hear that to hear you say that. Well, they just some people just heard it. About about a dozen or so. But I, I really like No more that. than that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Now does that apply to you as a as a teacher, would you say? Do you feel like you um 
did you use that with your students? Because that's hard when you're a teacher, right? Because, mm. yeah, yeah. But you're an academic, yeah. And what you've said to me many times. Now, how is academia different than like teaching in high school, would you say? Oh, there's no job security. Oh. I mean, there are for tenured professors, but right. uh, as you're famously untenured, right? Yes, I am now on several blogs as the the longest um, adjunct professor, yeah. longest serving adjunct professor. Um, yeah, in, I didn't even know that was legal. You know, I don't think it is in many European countries for precisely um, the reasons that I have suffered. But here in North America, no problem. Uh, I could go on like this until I die. Right. Oh, there oh, was boy. that was that felt loaded to me. Yeah. Well, gosh, it sure would be great to be able to afford a mortgage. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope you get to Europe. I know how much you like it there. I feel mm. like you would really do well there because I feel like, and I say this with a lot of love. I realize I was actually thinking about this the other day. I say a lot of um, what I believe to be true, but unkind things about the country that we live in, and um, you know, both can be true. This can be an absolute hellhole, but it's also got some redeeming qualities. But I really hope that you get out. I mean, mm-hmm. what would be a number one European country to live in? What, what's the top of the mountain if you could escape um, here? Oh, I'd say Romania. Definitely Romania. Wow. Oh, I Why? said Europe. Yeah, I said Europe, Herc. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 where is your border for Europe? Is it go that far west? Um, I think that one's in there. Isn't that one in there? Oh, is it in there? There are plenty of of, uh, of purists in Europe who would say uh, Romanians, not European at all. So yeah. I didn't realize that maybe you fell into that camp. Pat. Oh, I I don't. I just don't. I thought that was I thought that was the place that Dracula was from. That's not real. Mm, I think he was from there, but um, I, I think it is real. Yeah. That's a real place. Oh, I thought they made that up for the book or whatever. Okay. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. If, wow. If you're Romanian and I'm just did this to you. I'm so sorry. You know, I don't know much. Geography is not my strong suit. That's shocking to no one. Okay. So Romania. Now tell us why. Is it related yeah, to Dracula? Yeah. And is the, if Dracula's real, does that mean the other one is? Is that <gasps> mean to come back from the dead? Which one is that? Who is the, the one, other one? The one where everybody's always being a jerk about correcting people about saying it wrong, where it's like, oh. it's not Frankenstein, it's Dr. Frankenstein's monster. Oh Frankenstein! Oh, Fra- oh Frankenstein! Yeah, he must be, I guess. Oh, because wow. if you think about it, those those movies were made around the same time, so I don't think they would have uh, based it on a true story about Dracula and then just been like, now let's just make one up about Frankenstein. That doesn't see. I don't think Hollywood is that creative. What a time to be alive! Wow, can you imagine? Okay, so. Romania. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it, because clearly I know zero. Oh, uh, have a famously um, uh, mobile population. Um, And I I think my biggest reason for wanting to live and work there is that there is no line between um, the objective and the occult. So I could really pick up subject matter that would have to do with harnessing, um, uh, you know, the, the sun's influence on our auras, or um, uh, the celestial's impact on um, our interior life. Mm-hmm. And that wow, would be I didn't understand it. I didn't understand any of that. If I'm being just, you know, yeah. sh- straight shooting. But no one does. That's the thing. There's oh. so little research on these topics. Oh, I bet. Because um, 
That's confusing. Yeah, because people probably don't want to do it. Right. I think a lot of people don't. Does this fall into, are crystals involved? Because I think you said the occult. Is the occult also like witches? What does that mean? I I think they're both in there. Okay, they're both in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. You light up talking about Romania and all the stuff that we don't understand. And I think that's terrific. I want to light up about it. I think it starts with a visit, right? It it, it seems like a a place uh, that is far away and inaccessible. And then you go and you see the signs about Dracula, you visit a castle, someone Mm -hmm. gives you a soup and then they tell you later that's affected how strongly your heart will beat for the rest of your life. And all of a sudden... You're fascinated. That does sound fascinating. I I think I like the idea of Europe. Again, I don't know much about it, but that sounds like a part of Europe that people don't talk about because people talk about, Mm. oh, I saw the Mona Lisa, you know, oh, I had a pizza. Oh, another place. They never say stuff like this about eating that soup that messes cardiac wise with you. That's Mm. really interesting. And I bet, you know what? I bet it's one of those countries where they really want you to come. Herc, have you seen these stories about these little towns or villages in Europe where they're paying people to come, come live here because they don't have any people left. What? No, what? Can I get the name? Oh, I'll send it to you. I'll say, yes, um, the name, well, I don't know the name off my top of my head, but I saw Ireland. They want you to come live there because they, they're running out of people, you know, because all the people, all the kids go to the cities and they move away. You know, it's Ugh. just like being, um. well, it's just like being an aunt, you know, because people yeah. just keep leaving you. Mm. If I could offer the same thing, hey, I'll pay you to come be my niece, nephew, and nibbling um, because all mine are gone because they don't like me. Ugh. I bet yeah. Romania's got to do it. Let's be honest. And again, if you're from Romania listening to this, I say this with love. They need people. I mean, I, I highly doubt that the retention rate's that high, you know, because they just want to see somewhere that isn't Romania. Because it seems dark and cold and weird. Oh, and everyone looks down on them. I, mm. I think, you know, the more people that were there with the pride of being a resident, I think it would be much harder to be so um, so disdainful of the Romanian people. You know, I've said it a bunch. I think Americans just don't have enough passports. We don't see enough. So then, Mm. like I just said, I think Romania is weird, but that's only because I've never been there. I bet if I went, I'd be like, oh, there's someone in blue jeans. There's someone on their phone. Everything's the same everywhere you go. But all the little differences are what's fun, right? We should travel a little bit, not be so, you know, judgmental. Yeah. I usually make my uh, students uh, take a, a trip at least three days in the middle of whatever term I'm teaching. Oh, now how does that work? You make them yeah. go where? Yeah, where do they and go? What, and, and what if they're poor? Yeah. Uh, well, I, uh, I'll i give out uh, subsidies to make the trip <sighs> happen for sure. But they have to go at least 300 miles. Oh my God. Um, and uh, they have to stay somewhere that's not with family or friend. Oh my God. So let's see, could they do, you know, Niagara Falls, like the Canadian oh, side, the nice yeah. side? Oh, the nice side. Oh, oh they that have, side's so nice. It's so much better. The American side is like, oh, a Ripley's, believe it or not, I can, mm. and it's awful. Yeah. But the Canadians, yeah. would that count? The Canadian side of the falls? I don't, as long as it's 300 miles away, absolutely. Oh, I love that. Because then what you're going to do is you're going to have a Cuban cigar. And that's (gasps) the real experience. You're worldly. You know, you're worldly. And I have to tell you, Hark, if you don't mind saying, because I'm a little embarrassed about how we met. Would you mind... um Oh my gosh, right. We didn't even get to tell everybody. Uh, yeah, how we met. Yeah, because I'm a little embarrassed and this will this will show, this will illuminate how how worldly Herc is and how, I say this with love, Megs, because I'm the dumbest one of both of us, but how not, no. well, how we don't know what's going on. Herc, do you mind telling the listeners how we met? Uh, I don't mind. And please don't be embarrassed. I, I will oh. say it has happened to me one other time. So don't, oh. please. Yeah. Oh, that's great. But uh, that I does, had that, just... Just before you guys hear this, just know that that does make us feel better. 
much. I was, and I'm so glad it does. I wish I had mentioned that earlier, I guess. Uh, things slipped my mind. But yes, I had just finished an adjunct professorship at Wellesley, and I um, was about to begin a, uh, a lectureship um, at Oberlin, but my housing hadn't started. Um, so it was I had been spending from quite early in the morning um, in the park, and I was uh, writing furiously, um, uh, trying to finish some of the lectures that I was going to deliver. And, um, I, you know, I had my beard back then. I guess I was a little unkempt. Um, uh, I can talk to myself just, when I write. Ju- just to say that's on that's an understatement, though. That unkempt is an understatement. I just want to just to set the tone. That's that's true. Yes, I I uh, I, I knew I was going to have a, a one day gap between my housing, so I had also, um, for fear of being cold, I had packed on uh, quite a few of my clothes. Um, including a, a pretty worn-out blazer um, that was too big for me, but fit wonderfully um, over my hooded sweatshirt. You looked like a Goodwill tumbleweed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and I see like that with the love. Movie. Yeah. Not like the movie, the store. Wait, the not movie. Like, oh, okay. Goodwill right. hunting. Yes. Not you didn't look like Goodwill oh, hunting. Oh, oh. I was like, oh, they made a movie out of Goodwill. By the way, that's a great idea. Can you imagine? Goodwill, tumble, well, is, Goodwill is, tumbleweed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is Goodwill tumbleweed not the one that famously made popular hoodies under blazers? They're oh. they're walking around in in, uh, in those airports, uh, making it rain um, uh, fire and brimstone. Mm. You've lost us, definitely. Yeah. But that's not hard to do. That's not yeah, hard. To that's do at really all. honestly blink, and I've you've lost me. So you were wearing all these clothes. You had a beard. You had a beard like a fortune teller. I don't mean like a fortune teller. Who's the one that we always talk about? Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Yeah. So you were there. I was there. I, I uh, you know, I was experimenting with some of my um, my sentences uh, out loud, um, and I don't remember. What, I must have said something like, um, "Well, fine then, you keep it." And I think Mags, mm-hmm. you thought I was referring to a leftover sandwich you had. Yeah. So you turned right around and and gave it to me. Yeah. I was very confused. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. You and me both. We just that Panera. Always, yeah, and I'm always trying to feed people. And even if somebody's like asleep on the sidewalk, God bless them. I'll just slip some food, you know, into their clutches. I'll just push a little food in there. So yeah. I'm always trying to give people who I think need it some food. She put some fruit in my mouth one time with it because I'd fallen asleep. Yeah. I yeah, but it was must that sounds dangerous. Sugar. Oh, it was. But she didn't mean it that way. She didn't mean it that she way. I, it up. Yeah, yeah, she did. I was really sick uh. at the time and I'd fallen asleep, you know, on the couch where you're sitting up a little bit and she thought I hadn't eaten enough. So she put a little fruit right, mash it up right in my mouth. I woke up. I didn't choke, but I had the sensation of choking. Yeah. So now, now was this a mixture of you keep saying fruit? So is it not just, for example, blueberries, but was it like a whole cornucopia oh, of fruits? Melon, strawberries. It was summer. I had one of those summertime cold. You know, that sometimes you get where you're like, oh, are you kidding? And I'd fallen. I was at her place and I'd fallen asleep on the couch, sitting up with my head back. And uh, she really did. She put some fruit in there. And I I knew she did it out of love, but it scared the bejesus out of me. I thought this is it. Well, for so long, she was out like a light. I'd been trying to make a game of it for myself. But finally, I I thought she looks a little, you know, she's not getting enough nutrients. Yeah. All I'd had been having was Bud Light Limes, you know, because it was summer. It was hot and I felt dehydrated. She had a cold. Yeah. I also had a cold. She had a summer cold. And so she was dehydrated. And she kept saying this, there's, there's citrus in the Bud Light Lime. There's, there's vitamin C in the Bud Light Lime. And I was like, listen, this isn't right. I know this isn't right. She had to eat her. I wasn't hungry. Right? And also, why don't these beer companies print the ingredients? Then we could just know, is there vitamin C or not? I know there's Bud Light in it. 
And is there lime? Question mark. That's what Mags kept saying. Because I was like, it's on the label, right. but it's not an ingredient label. I guess right. you could put anything. You could put, you could put uh, Bud Light empathy, you know? And you're like, is mm. empathy in here? They don't even, no one's responsible for anything anymore. Anyway, God, she wish, gave you half a sandwich. Yeah. I wish I <laughs> sold God Bud Light did. empathy. And thank God I did. Thank you. All right, keep going. We, You know, sometimes we do get off on some tangents. But it's so, hot. Yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, I could use all these ideas. I mean, Bud Light empathy sounds like the... Uh, really attractive course name. Oh, now, if, yeah. I, if I could just fill in the gaps there, I think I could enroll at least a dozen students in a class named Bud Light Empathy. Oh, for sure. I would take wow. that. Just out of curiosity, and don't put a little description, you know, when your students are signing up, you know how all the, the mm. classes have the, the title and then the description and, you know, put it in the humanities part where it's just the Wild West. I bet you'd get, sell out. Oh, I couldn't get into, I couldn't get into um, Professor Herc's Bud Light Empathy, you know, yeah. and then you can do whatever you want. If you want to make sure it sells out, throw a little gluten free on there. Oh, or yeah, put that right. little a V in parentheses so people right. think it's vegan. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But Bud Light Empathy V. No description. Yeah. And uh I'll just even remove professor from my from my name. It'll just oh, say my God. Herc. That's perfect. Well, you want to get that's tenure. Badass. Yeah, that's yeah. badass. And that's how you do it. Nobody called him Arthur Fonzarelli. Everybody just called him Fonzie. Yeah. Yeah. And that guy could get tenured. He was tenured at Al's. Arnold's. Which one is it? Mm. Arnold's is the place. Alice the man. Oh, okay. gosh, Mags. Gosh. Well, it's confusing. I, for me as well. I don't know that university. Mm. Oh, Happy Days? That that pretty much was my university. It's, it's Happy Days. Uh, Laverne and Shirley. I did my post-grad. And I got That's a true. doctorate in the show Friends. Oh, so there was a little gap. It's not like you knew right away, like, oh, I'll, I'll get a doctorate in this. You took some time yeah, to Yeah, no, it out. I took time. You know, a lot of people take a gap year. I'm sure you come across that a lot. People take a gap year. I took like a gap decade and a half. I think that's smart. That's, that feels that's European, Megs. That feels yeah. very European. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I wasn't the most scholarly person as far as real academia is concerned. But as far as television academia, I'm a scholar. Yeah. And who's yes. to say, right? Who writes the rules as to what's what's scholarly or what, what we should study? And I say, you know, again, uh, Hark talking about, you know, donkey cheese and all this stuff. The reality is if, you, if you're into it, that's great. I think that's terrific. Try to make a living. Good luck. So she gives you half a sandwich. And I know that you recoiled as though we'd thrown acid on you a little bit. Well, I, I can. I was so disturbed from my thoughts. All of a sudden, uh, at and, you know, there was there was a real energy to it as if I had accused you of withholding the sandwich. So then mm-hmm. you put it right under my chin, said, well, fine here. And I said, oh, oh well, thank you, madam. I, I guess if you insist, I'll have to. That's how I get you. I trick people into thinking they've argued against taking a sandwich in a way that has offended me. That's the Italian in me. Let, listen, yeah, never try and outwit an Italian who's got food to give you. It's like Jurassic Park. Life finds a way. Which was my experience in Italy as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, my Italian was atrocious and I was never successfully able to uh, talk myself out of any eating situations. I feel like that's the Europe I understand. So you did. You said all this lovely stuff to Mags. You know, if you insist, madam, or whatever you just said, and then, you know, it was a beautiful sandwich. I think it was on Chibat. Chewbacca bread and mm. it was yeah. so nice and then we really struck it up because you know I thought oh do you need a blanket because you're wearing a lot of clothes but I thought it's always nice to offer a blanket and then you kind of told us oh no I'm an I'm an academic and um and then we started talking and it was really fascinating I mean I didn't understand half of what you said but I was wrapped and I didn't understand how you had that many clothes on for just one gap day 
I mean, just put them in your trunk. But I, I, again, I'm not in macadamia. I don't know if that's you. I'm just a, I'm a commoner. I'm a peasant. No, no, no. I, I don't think that there's, uh, there's that distinction to be made. We're all peasants, right? Otherwise, Except for Jeff. Jeff Bilbo's. That's true. Yeah. I would, I would like him to pay my taxes. Let's talk for just a second because you told us a little bit about what you teach. Can you let, let folks know? Cause I think they're curious now at this point, what do you teach? Yeah. What do you teach? Well, you're, you were a home run with the humanities there, Pat. I have gotten uh, now eight masters. So um, usually what I teach now is the statistics of literature. Hmm. That's that's most places I teach that is not a degree bearing field, but it will get you credits in either the economics department or the literature department. Now that's wow. Now you've told us this before. um, Yeah. And I didn't follow up because it felt rude, but now I have to know. Um, I had to take a statistics class um, when I was in school and it made me cry because it was all about dice in a bag. And I thought this is never going to mm. happen. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I'll never need to know. Now, is this about the number of words in a book or the likelihood that, that there'll be a word in a book? Sometimes, sometimes oh. it is. Really? Or like, so you uh, have to do that thing where you roll dice to predict whether or not the, the word's going to be in it. That's all I remember from statistics yeah. that I hated mm-hmm. it. Dice in a bag. I also hated it, which yeah. is part of, I think, the fire that, that propels me to teach it. Sure, sure. I hate those dice in a bag. I hate them. If yeah, you're listening God, to this too. and you've woken up years later after a statistics class and dreamt dice in a bag with a cold sweat, write us at those who gmail.com and just let us yeah. know that that's happened to you. Yeah. Oh, also, you know, subscribe, like, rate, review. Oh, yeah. Do that, too. First, first do that and then tell us about your dice bag. So is yeah. this a passion for you? Would you say this this topic is a passion? Well, yeah. And after if, if the answer is yes to that, how? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping it's a catching passion. You know, I've tried so many ways to get tenured. And this one seems like maybe maybe it'll provide that. So I'm really hoping my passion continues to grow. Right now, I'd say medium passion. I'd say I teach basically about how many times cradle imagery appears in Proust and what can then we say about when that imagery does not appear Hmm. or when it appears the most. Hmm. But as you can see, I'm, I'm sort of putting myself to sleep as I talk about it. It it really seemed like it was going to combine all the exciting number objective based stuff that universities want to fund right now with, you know, reading, which is really the the thing I'm best at. Now, how frank can I be with you, Herc? I would appreciate nothing more than your complete frankness. Okay. We love you so much. Honestly, We, we do. And actually, after you finish talking about this, I want you to tell everybody how we turned it around and became friends that date. But I think, you know, when you're using things like words to describe math as exciting, I feel like that's the problem. It is a math problem. Mm. You talked you're not about supposed to combine them. Yeah. And you and you yeah. you perked right up when you said that, just like almost everybody does when they think about math. You know, you said you're putting yourself oh. to sleep a little bit with what you yeah. said that I didn't understand. And I got to tell you, you're such a good person and you're so interesting in other ways that I completely forgive you talking about stuff that I hate like this. Yeah. Because I just get, you know, I get that feeling of being in school and the books and they all smell like old books that every mm. hand is touched. Isn't and it I, wonderful? Well, mm. it makes me feel um, 
a little sick to my stomach because then I can also then smell the milk from the cafeteria. I'm just yeah, getting a lot. it brings you back. It takes you back. Memory. Yeah. Right, right, right. But it's so fascinating. And I got to say that day you started rambling like this, you know, about the sandwich. And then you talked about capitalism and all this stuff. And, and then I was like, oh, get, get me out of here. But then, yeah, well, I could I, I was getting that sense and I was very frustrated because uh, my Marx Engels reader only had two parts of Das Kapital and not the third. And I whipped myself into a frenzy talking about that until I was like, you know what? Oysters and white Bordeaux. So I, I took us to a, a nearby restaurant for some oysters and white Bordeaux. Which, please believe, the only word we understood in that was oysters. Yeah. Yeah. And white, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. But yeah. not as it pertains to whatever Bordeaux is. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And, you know, Meg's, um, she can't eat them. But boy, did she get drunk. Now I had tons of oysters yeah. and I was like, is this how I get gout? And we don't know yet. Mm. It might it might be end up how I got gout. But man, you took us to the fanciest. That was a beautiful meal. And oh. it, Meg's ate all that bread because yeah. you know, it didn't come with bread, but she did ask and they did round it up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel like they went out somewhere to get it, which was so nice of them. Yeah, well, you did ask because at first they brought out that that bread that was covered in seeds. And you said that's going to get stuck in your dental work. And so mm-hmm. they may have gone out and gotten some other one. But I still did force you to eat that sandwich. And I stand by that. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. I would have uh, been in much, much worse shape for the white Bordeaux if I hadn't had that sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Down the mm-hmm. base. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I will say this. There are ways that you can speak to us that make us intimidated, but there's also a way you speak to us that makes us feel so loved. And, you know, I mean, even educated, I think you, you just make us feel smarter for being around. And, you know, I kept trying to steer the subject, you know, to things that I knew about, you know, anytime you'd say a word, you know, Pat and I were listening real hard just to hear words we could pick up on. I got a headache of, trying to figure it out. Yeah. I was we listening, listening so hard. So I got hard. A, like a migraine. Yeah. 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 Which I've only ever gotten migraines from, from seeing, I never got it from listening until that night. We both did. Right. We yeah. came home like, oh my God, my ears are killing me. Yeah. We stra- I mean, we were straining them. We was, our eyes were squinted. We were listening so hard. My head was shaking. My neck uh, but, hurt. Yeah. Pat's neck hurt because it was kind of bunched. It was like yeah. bunched like that. A lot of tension. I was holding yeah. a lot of tension. That's so funny. That was my experience as well. I bet. The three of us looked like we were um, mole people because you would say something and we would try real hard and then we'd say something and you'd try real hard. Yeah. You know? And the, I, they still actually, my, my, my housing was meant to be ready that night, but it wasn't quite. So mm-hmm. then I still slept outside, but on the campus. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just had a uh, night, what are, what are they? Night terrors that whole oh, time because, yeah. because my muscles were firing while I was yeah. dreaming. Mm-hmm. So then I was thrashing around in uh, just off to the side of one of their main quads. And I didn't, I didn't get to keep that lectureship. I offered for you to stay at my place. And I, mm-hmm. I didn't mean, I think you took it as different than what I meant it because, yeah. you know, I said, it, it's true. You know, the guest room, I was keeping, you know, the kids had gotten a lizard and they didn't want it anymore. It was one of those big, long lizards. So that was in the mm-hmm. guest room. So I said, we'll put pillows down the middle of my bed. It'll be fine. And then you had a real weird look on your face. And then you said, yeah. I have a plan. And then we found a lady who slept outside. It wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't a ruse, but the reality was I had a um, carnivorous lizard in the guest room. Yeah, his name was Spartacus. You it know, the, the good thing no. about her keeping Spartacus in there is that it was so toasty warm in the house. And does did Spartacus just give off that heat? 
or you kept oh, it warmer? Oh, I had to. I had to buy a bunch of heating yeah. equipment, space heaters. Um, my bill that month, my electric bill was $3,000 because I was trying to keep it alive. They didn't care. But, you know, Carolyn and the kids, I, they said, could you hang on to this? And I thought until when? But, you know, I'm always trying to make nice with the kids. Oh, oh. to keep it alive. Heat lamps, crickets, mice, birds. I mean, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have fed those, the mice and the birds. They just need the crickets. It never seemed satisfied. I couldn't give it enough crickets. You know what I mean? And I didn't give it mice and birds. I opened the window and I just thought, whatever comes in here, you know, let it be. But I well, did. Well, that okay. had to be why your heating bill was so high. It was impossible to keep at the right temperature for that lizard. I'm telling you. I am. T- and by the way, I am so sorry to my neighbors because it did get out because the window was open. And boy. Yeah, it- of course it did. It got huge. It got huge. Over how much time? Oh, I think I probably had it for about six weeks. And then one day, you know, because I would open a little bit of Spartacus, you know, because I was terrified of it because they said it will eat meat and I am meat. And it was gone. I looked in the I looked in the closet. I looked all over. Gone. And then, you know, I saw missing posters for cats and dogs in the neighborhood. And I thought, oh, God, you know, now that could just be you know, whatever, but it seemed there was an uptick. Yeah. I mean, I, she, she, it, it had grown up in a cage naturally, but Pat didn't have the aquarium. And the reason she was watching it is because the kids broke it. Yeah. So she said, I'll just keep it in the room here. That thing, that thing shot up like a weed. It grew yeah. so fast, not being confined in that aquarium. It got so big, so fast. Yeah. I mean, that it violence. Yeah. 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 She was mm-hmm. giving it. Gatorade, yeah. Well, I think I think lizards like that when they're not in the natural environment need electrolytes. Yeah, because if you're not in the sun, Gatorade, yeah, a Gatorade is thirst aid for that deep down body thirst, and even for lizards, yeah, yeah, especially for lizards. I think I, I just think equate it's got it you know, with in Florida. It's got yeah. gator in the name. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly it's that. Must have been more it. suitable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to give it milk. Can you imagine giving a lizard milk? Can you imagine the mess it would make? Imagine oh, a lizard's no. body trying to process dairy. <laughs> Especially in all that heat, but then it's really cold by the window, it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes you get the rumble tumbles because you had something. Yeah. Can you imagine the poor thing thrashing around in there? Because I gave it a little bit of, oh, astringent cheese. Oh, my God. Are we mm-hmm. 100% sure it's astringent? Uh, uh, it's I'm okay not sure. if we are, and I'm not. Yeah, uh, because like this is like that dinner all over again where you say in words and I'm like, that can't be right. I don't want to have a headache is. after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're right. Let's not overthink that. Yeah, let's, let's not, not overthink, overthink it. Oh, yeah. Let's I deal with not. what we can. Yeah. Speaking of can, you ever been there uh, to the festival? Yeah. Well, I mean, you where were you? Where was your prison? Oh, oh your French prison. Right. Uh, Normandy. Yeah. That was- <gasps> Isn't that where we went and it didn't go good? You and me both. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the one, Pat. That's the one we we stormed the beaches. That's what I thought, but but we didn't storm them good. Now that's no offense. If you're in the military and you think, oh, Pat, you know so much, but wasn't it like, uh oh, this is a bad idea right here? Now I love Tom Tom Thanks, and I think that he's a terrific person and a great actor. But, but man, he, he finds does- gloves. Hmm. He finds gloves, doesn't he? Oh, does he? See, that's just Gloves? that's typical. I, I think he does that now that he's got uh, so um, so much good in his life. Now he helps people find gloves. Hmm. Uh, whatever that means, I love it. Uh, you know what? I don't. That's one of those things that you say that sometimes I'm like, I don't need to know what it means to yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, you know, you lean towards artist Herc, and so does Tom Hanks as an artist. So yeah. this things that you guys understand that we don't, but yeah. it just makes me think of Tom Hanks. I think did a movie one time about 
well, about literally everything having to do with World War II. And I just remember, they're like, here we go. And I was like, excuse me, this looks like a terrible idea. You're on the water. And then there's a, a very steep and flat oh. surface you're going to try to get to. Now, again, I don't understand the military and I'm a pacifist. So, but anyway, Normandy. Wow. I bet that was wild. Oh, France. Yeah. <laughs> that If that's not one of the best... You know, I, I don't, you guys listening might not know the lingo, but that's what we in the biz call a run. And Pat, if that's not one of the best runs I've ever heard, to, I mean, to end it like that, beautiful. That painted a full picture and then just put a punctuation mark at the end of it. Oh. I don't know which one, maybe a question, maybe a question mark. It's possible. You know, I never know where I'm going. There's no destination uh, in mind me, when I start. Take me with you. I've really got to have you in uh, to do a, a guest lecture in, in some of my classes. I oh, mean, that's I just, terrifying. Oh, oh which I think one? You could, you, could, you could do exactly what you just did. And I think it, it would uh, make a world of difference to some of these uh, stupefied students. Can we do it together, please? Please, can we do it together, please? Oh, absolutely. Because when I run out of gas, Mags can just take over. That's how. That's our whole relationship. You know, I'll that's start. Why I put fruit in the mouth. That's, that's this, right. This, this is the lecture version of me just kind of popping some fruit right in the mouth. You know, Hark, we've talked about this. I'm just becoming afraid of anyone under the age of 35. Mm. It's scary. They know so much more. You know, they're, they're so much better versed in stuff. And they, you know, they're calling things out, which I think is terrific. But I mm-hmm. am terrified. You know, I'm terrified of Tina and Jeremy and the idea of being on a college campus. Oh, brother. I would stick out like a sore thumb. Some of them are terrifying, as you say. There's just no way around that. And in fact, for some of my classes, I will lecture behind plexiglass. Because of COVID? Oh, I guess it works for that now, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, like the Pope? Is it bulletproof? Yeah. Not bulletproof, but I think if they've brought like a, a tool or something that they would throw at me if they don't like an idea... Uh-huh. It would bounce off the plexiglass. And then the plexiglass hits you. And then that's less of an impact. Yes. Well, I'm not really a handyman. So that's true. I, I haven't fastened it really in a, in a way that successfully prevents the plexiglass from coming at me really fast. Well, because I, I yeah. it's on paper clips, isn't it? Hanging from those ceiling things up on paper clips. And then there's a long string. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're, 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 real thin. they're the big paper clips. I thought surely those would be adequate. You know, in America, I'd be afraid of one type of thing being brought into a classroom. But it seems mm. very European for your academic hackles to get up. And then I got to throw my shoe, a fruit, you know, or an old tomato. at a. Prof- that seems really, it seems romantic almost. Oh, yeah. mon Dieu. Oh, I cannot uh, listen to this uh, man talk about uh, numbers and <sighs> books. And then whip a shoe. Just oh whip gosh. a shoe. It's like you've been listening in on these classes. I, I, I was mean, it that good? Was it that good? I, I got goosebumps and I, I, my natural reaction was to put up my arms to block the plexiglass. Oh, oh, you sounded like a sexy maid. Oh, thank you so much. I've been doing those dialect tapes. It's like how to be sexy everything. <gasps> name, name, name another one. Name, name another one. Car mechanic. Oh, yeah. Good oh, okay. Mechanic. Okay. Ready? Um, <clears throat> what, what's, is it French again? It's like sexy. Okay. Okay. That, it'll be French. Oh, no. I, we'll do American and then we'll do American. Okay. All right. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Ready? Hi, um, looks like you're having a little trouble with your carburetor. Whoa. Was that I, good? That was this terrific. Is, yeah, uh, I, this is quite a, a feat of endurance for me. I, I mean, as you know, I've been a celibate now for three or four years. And yeah, uh, wow. you, you never know exactly the moments that will test you. I, I'm 
I'm surprised it was me. Can you lead? Can you lead us down the path of why? Oh, I just have being left so many times. Oh, uh, that'll do it. Mm, is it involuntary? Do. Now, now mm-hmm. we 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 have an incel. Use, I know. Uh, I was just going to say we hesitate to use the word incel around here because Pat has gotten on some lists and she's gotten into some trouble for calling herself that. You're not an incel, Pat. Remember, you're not an incel. Well, I'm not an incel how people, other people mean it. I'm an incel how, how I mean you it. you mean it. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. Which is yeah. very different. Take ownership. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. But she's also, she's not like an internet troll and she doesn't have a tiki torch, you know, nothing like that. She's not. You they know, use tiki torches? Yeah. That one group of them did. Yeah. For, for, are they trying to get a singles get together or it was like one of the, it was one of those angry white people matches where they look like they were just angrily stomping toward a Jimmy Buffett concert. You know? Yeah. I felt like uh, they just couldn't make their own torches. They had to go to like yeah. um, a home Depot and they just bought as many tiki's as they could get instead of yeah. making like a stick with a rag on it or whatever. I don't think they had the skills to yeah, make a real torch. Kerosene. None of right. us. Know, I, I, oh, Oh, here's what I learned from mechanic. Ready? Mm. Uh, I'm going to need you to be careful. There's uh there's kerosene in that jar. Oh, Wow. That's from in a garage because you could find kerosene in garages sometimes. Oh, yeah. And what a metaphor. Yeah. Dip it right in there. The heat of attraction and chemistry. For sure. For sure. Well, anyway, I am, I, you know, I'm an incel, but just the way I mean it. So, yeah, back to you, Herc. Are you, um, is this voluntary or are you just like, I'm having a hard time, so I'm just going to say I'm celibate? Yeah. I think both, right? (laughs) Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, sure. I voluntarily, voluntarily decided, like, I, 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 I won't pursue this anymore. Oh, sure, because it's frustrating. Mm. Now, are you still writing to that women's prison? Yeah, you write them pals? all the time. Yeah. yeah, every month. Yeah, every month. Oh, wow. I'm hoping there's uh, one person, um, Leslie, who I'm hoping it would be uh, uh, two every two weeks. Yeah. Now she's the one who um, poisoned a bunch of old people in the hospital, right? They called it, um, uh, what do they call her? The opposite of Florence Nightingale. They called her- Angel um, of Mercy. Angel oh, of Mercy. Angel of Mercy. Right. You know, Leslie's an interesting character. You've told us about her. And I really have withheld my opinion about you writing to this uh, woman who poisoned a bunch of old people uh, in a hospital. What? What's Why Leslie? Instead of, you know, someone else who's in there for like maybe a white collar. Who among us can be more in touch with the fact that death is imminent for us all? And that's a positive for you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, I would just ask you, Pat, how alive did you feel when there was a lurking carnivore around your house and you were not sure where it was? Oh, I was scared, but you're right. I was also aroused. I was like, why do I feel this way all the time? You know, like... Oh, like I can't get comfortable sitting down. Like I kept getting up and I was like, oh, it's my basement. I don't want to get too graphic, but yeah, it was, it was, it was terrifically um, unsettling to have that lizard at my house. So I guess I get it. You know what? I I rescind my question. I get it. I don't want to meet someone who just evaded the taxes. It just feels lazy. That just feels like, oh, I went to the Home Depot for a tiki torch. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, I hope it works out. Now, are you getting letters back from her? I am. Wow. They're usually very short, just a paragraph usually. Oh, what? that's horrible. That's yeah. rude. Because I know you're writing some tomes. And where do I get that word from? I don't know. Good one. Thank you. I think it means, well, we'll see if I said anything that makes sense. Herc, does that make sense? Oh, yes. It makes a beautiful sense. Okay. I, the, the, the brain is is magnificent sometimes in what comes to us. Don't you think? Sure. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yes. I think it's magnificent. Yeah. And sometimes what doesn't, you know, cause it's like, I just had that word on the tip of my tongue and then I lost it. 
Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. So to you're be right. betrayed oh, by yeah. your own body and brain. Oh. Yeah, exactly that. Yes. But I know that you're you're writing very long, lovely letters and you're getting paragraphs back. Now, what's the most recent one? What would you say was in that paragraph? Just the idea of what was in the paragraph back to you. They feel a little bit like poems. Wow. Yeah. So they're dense. Like uh, they're bad ones? Uh, well, they don't rhyme. That's what you mean. Oh, I yeah. love rhyming that's, that's ones. Exact, yeah. yeah, we like the ones that rhyme. rhyme. I, you know, slant rhyme. What does that even mean? It means you couldn't rhyme it good. Right. Yeah. Unless you unless you're there rap at M&M's. Unless you're M&M's. Because he does find ways to make, he, he rhymes the word orange with door hinge. And that's impressive. That's you know, he finagles. Yeah. yeah, he finagles. Yeah. And no, I think no, when he when he says it, you hear the rhyme. So yeah. I, I don't know. Is it a slant rhyme? Well, yeah, because he says the way he says it, he says, known to blow college dorm room doors off the hinges, oranges, peach, pears, plums. I'm inches. And then he keeps going with other nonsense. Hmm. I think he gets away with it because it doesn't make sense. You know? Yeah. You can really do a lot more rhyming if the rhyming is is just to no end. Yeah, because then people are like, oh, he didn't mean to not rhyme that one half syllable, but everything else was good. And yeah. then it's like, oh, the half syllable is the word orin, but that's actually two syllables. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm I so do. I'm so tired. I know. Yeah, it's tired. okay. Yeah. No, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So Leslie's sending you back poems that, um, or, or, what you are perceiving to be poems back. Now, she's not up for parole for quite some time, right? Are you, do you plan, no. can she have conjugal visits? Well, we would have to get married. Oh, interesting. Then, because of then, you? Uh, for, for, because of, of my stance on uh, carnal knowledge. Um, um, and, and then I think it would also help her application for a conjugal visit. Yes. Mm. Wait, did you say cardinal knowledge? What's birds got to do with it? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think uh, some people will um, tell the future with tea leaves, but I, uh-huh. I think the best way is actually uh, crow's feet and um, bird's feathers. So if I want to oh. know, will she reciprocate all the feeling that I bring to mm. um, our, our sex, then uh. I, will, I, will consult, um, uh, I will consult the occult. <gasps> okay. So for cardinal knowledge means for which stuff? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That makes a lot more sense to me now. I never hey, understood okay. that. Yes. There's Sometimes another- I just don't know where we're starting from, right? This is why in a right. class, if it's a class, I can begin with the ground. This is the ground. There's grass yeah. on the ground, et cetera, and so on. I got to say, I think that's a great name for a class. Consult the occult. Boy. Oh. Again, do not describe it. Just let the kids sign up. Willing. Again, fits neatly into humanities. Uh-huh. And you just do what you want. You know? Oh, you could read all the, the letters you got from Leslie out loud and just say, what do you guys think? I'm, I'm going to um, have to I'm gonna have to pay you a portion of whatever I make from this. Uh, well, I would say no, but please do but because it's dire yeah. over here. It's very yeah. bad. My credit's ruined. She, she, and you get lettuce from the irs I see, you know you can't I mean, get blood from a stone you know that expression mm-hmm. you know mm. and they're sending letters to stones yeah <sighs> now i've always wanted myself if if you let's say you keep selling out these classes okay and they're kicking butt all right let's say people uh-huh. start coming because what we got you? bud light bud light lime seltzer we got that's going to be such a huge hit it's going to be so big consult the occult it's going to be it's going to pop off as joe's would say that class is going to pop right off. Okay. Now, if it will that help you get tenured, the more people that take these classes, because if you're looking for like catchy little slogans and stuff to get you, you know, more classmates or students, whatever, let us help you. I, I think it would be a big help. Also, the students then do have to be happy during the class. So, I mean, I think enrolling lots of students, gravy, gravy, right? But the meat and potatoes is, will they fill out a form at the end that says, 
he deserves tenure. Maybe okay. take him for white muscles and cl- mm. clambos. Clambos. You know what you did to us. Now that might be an, a, a big upfront out of pocket expense. You know, but if the goal is to be tenured, then you I'm might- already sending them on a 300 mile trip halfway through the term. This is true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is so much cheaper then. Right. Conceivable. Yeah. Oh, what if you did like a, um, a potluck instead? And oh, they just I love had them. A potluck. Yeah, we do love potlucks. And you just yeah. had them kind of bring in exotic, exotic dishes. You <gasps> yeah. Know? Based on the course, you could be like, mm-hmm. oh, whatever yeah. you think applies to this course, bring it as a potluck. Oh, yeah. boy. So, Bud Light Lime. Oh. Yep. And then it's a potty. Mm-hmm. It's out of season right now, but I can't wait to get my hands on it. You know, so this brings me to, I think one of the ways that we bonded, Herc, is that, you know, you feel like you're having a hard time tenure and reaching the students. I have a hard time reaching, you know, Tina and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. So let's yeah. take us to your happy place. You know, let's talk about the ins and outs. Take us to your happy place. Take us to your nieces, nephews, and nibblings. Oh, they're um, mostly wonderful. Yeah. Oh, mostly. I, I would have to. Yeah. Uh, Kendra is the eldest. Of course, um, by mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. by uh, seven years, um, so she feels it's sort of like an almost a different generation than uh, my other nephews, um, right. and sh- and she's um, now into uh, experimental film. I don't. What the? I oh, is she allowed to do that? You can get. She, does she not have a good relationship with the father? Yeah. Now we're a sex positive podcast. And we're pro sex work as long as it's done well. But if she's doing Absolutely. experimental films, how, how yeah. old is she? She's older than somebody by seven years. We know. Oh, uh, yes. She? Right. Yeah. Yeah. She is. Uh, she is 19 now. She's almost 20. Oh. Um, she's in college. I bet that's um, how she sells it. Yeah. To say I'm 19 now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And funnily enough, she does talk about her father a lot in the films. Oh, oh God. Jerry. How does that when? work? When? Boy. Wow. That's niche. <laughs> Well, it's usually, I would say eight, uh, four out of five of, of the of the films that she makes. It's like you're watching something inside um, um, a mouth. It's like the frame of the screen is a mouth. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Like Twizzlers? Like those Twizzlers commercials? That's exactly, I think, where she got the mouth from. Yeah, that's okay. the reference I needed. Yeah. So as, your, as her uncle, are you... Um, confused? Yeah. I'm very confused. I'm so confused. Yes. Now she seems very clear on what she's doing, which is wonderful. Oh, good for her. Yeah. That's nice for her. Is she doing protection and everything? There are guns in several of the films. Yes. Oh my God. Usually she's the one wielding them. Is it a sniff? Is it a sniff film? Oh my God. Is she doing sniff films? Well, she can only do one. God forbid. The thing is usually, so a a lot of the films you're watching inside this mouth, right? And she will be portraying some like really sappy sentimental moment. And then the mouth will close. And sometimes (gasps) there's like a sniff or a snarl in that. And then it opens and there's just a whole different like, oh, you're awake from a coma now. Right. Wow. And this is it, not the kind of thing that I've seen. I've seen the ones where. A, yeah. yeah she's, I was yeah, just going to say she got a bone down with the doctor in, when she wakes up from the coma. Yeah. She, did she bone it right down? Did she order a pizza later? Like, did, how does it? Where does yeah, the is narrative? Her, is her copy machine broken or is she yeah. a teacher and she needs a, a student needs to pass? Right. No, I, well, there, there's all those scenarios are, are in some of the films. Oh, but in okay. the doctor. Yeah. In, in the doctor one. Yes, that is the flip. The mouth chomps down. And when it opens back up, the um, the doctor is like, oh, you woke up from the coma. Yeah, he's all bones. He's just one of those skeletons on on the on the hmm. hanger. I guess whatever does it for you, you know, yeah. as, as long as no one's getting hurt, really. Yeah, whatever blows your skirt up. 
Wow. What a great uncle though, because, you know, if this was, you know, Tina and, and Tina was doing this kind of thing, I would lock her up. I would lock her up and throw away the key. You know, I would send her to Romania. Mm. That's nice. But it sounds like, you know what, Herc, that you had an impact on, on her because, you know, it's so weird and it sounds like something I don't understand, but in a, in a, in a way that's, that's good. You and me both. Right. Now you have two nephews. What's their story? Yes. What, what are they into? Oh, God. Yeah. What are yeah, they careful. into? Oh, they're way more plebeian. Um, Barton, what? Marco. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, how how did this happen? I don't know. Yeah, how yet. did this what? happen? We mm-hmm. don't know. Right. My neck is starting to hurt. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, Bart and Marco act like they're twins, but they're not. <laughs> it's so they're They're like a foot different in height. Oh. Um, but they, um, they do, uh, they do everything together, including, um, water polo. They're beasts. Huh. Wow. You got to have a lot of leg strength or do they put the horses in there? You swim, oh, the horses, right? They don't do the, the horses ponies? in there. No, they must. Not anymore. No, they, no? too many horses drowned. Oh, God. I could imagine. I could imagine. Yeah. It seems like a good idea though. I bet it at the time, it seemed like a great idea, especially when it's hot. Let's put, let's take oh. this to the, let's take this to like a, I bet it, initially it was like a lake or a pond and then they moved it inside yeah. and there's just not enough room for the horses to move around. No, no. Mm-hmm. It's no. like a, it's like a blackfish. Oh, yeah. I their manes go movie. all curly. Yeah. They're not oh, making right. the tanks big enough for the horses. Plus the, the chlorine. Get angry. Yeah. yeah. Chlorine's probably it's really bad out their for hooves. Mm-hmm. Mess up their pH. Right. Yeah. That's how you ruin a horse. So they're playing water polo. Now that's very interesting. I've only seen water polo players be they're very handsome. You know, the build. Sorry. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 what do you call it? I'm looking at them and I'm gazing at them. Attractifying. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Attractifying. Attractifying them, yeah. Attractify. Now, mm-hmm. here's something. A friend of this podcast, a very good friend of this podcast, Molly, her brother-in-law and his, well, his sister Maggie and Andy Bax, they're all supporters of this podcast and we love them very much. Andy Bax is a water polo coach. Now, this is a chance for us to say, hey, finally, we're saying something on this podcast that you relate to. And I'm excited about that. Oh, yeah. Good job, Bags. I hope I can live up to it. I can't make heads or tails of that game. Oh, yeah. Well, it's basically about being able to survive it, right? I I think so. Yeah. You know, I one time I one time when I was in high school, I liked somebody and they were taking the lifeguard test. And part of the lifeguard test used to be you had to hold a, a brick or something above your head and tread water for like eight minutes or 10 minutes. Yeah. And I watched that and I thought, well, this is a good test because if you fail, you drown. Mm-hmm. And I imagine water polo is just that for however long. I don't understand. And they have to wear those helmets where your ears are protected, right? So no one can hit you in your ear. Is that right? I think they do. Yes. Cauliflower mm. ear, right? That uh, one's, I know that one's from wrestling. I wish, I wish that I could say I didn't know that, but that one's from wrestling. Now, I will say this. Those water polo helmets look so stupid. Like old timey football helmets where it's like, what are they doing? What are they even doing? Yeah. What are we right? doing? It seems like they would just make it more likely for someone to drown. Mm. Yeah. Extra weight. On top of the head. And how is your relationship with them? They're, they're sporty. You know, it sounds like they're a little mm. sporty or a little oddy. Are you able to connect with them? Uh, not so great. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, so what do you do to like, uh, what's, when you hang out with them, what do you do? Any of them? What do you, what, what's, you know, what are, what are you doing? How are you uncling them? Heights. Yeah. Huh? Heights. Heights. Yes. Like the weathering, yeah. like weathering. I should try that. I should try that. Although no, I, that feels that like a, a generations long plan. 
Yeah. Don't do that with them. Don't do that with them. I, I, I'm afraid I've been much more straightforward in my efforts. Um, when we, when it's Bart, Marco, Kendra, and I, usually I'll just take us um, uh, to the, the nearest most vertical place that we can go. And the boys are excited. It's thrilling to them. Kendra might shoot something on her phone or whatever while we're up there. And I get to. Oh, wow. She does them on the fly. I think she's getting footage all the time. All the time. Oh, what does she do? Craigslist? I don't want to know too much. So, oh, you take them to Heights. And then what do you say? Do you kind of like um, ramble on about Heights and what they mean? And statistically, how many times heights have appeared right. in books? I'm sure I must sometimes. I don't always notice what I'm saying. We, to be frank, I think we're having Same. three mm-hmm. totally different experiences when we do that. I yeah. bet you are. because Well, four. Well, unless Bot and Marco, are they having well, the same experience? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, Marco yeah. really, he might be having a slightly different experience, but he wants to be having the Bart experience. Oh, my God. Marco Polo. <gasps> oh Marco Polo. my God, Bardo Polo! <laughs> I get it too now. Ke- Kendra, Kendra Porno. Oh, Kendra Porno. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to say, you know, I think what you're doing again. I learn a lot. You know, I'm always trying to repair my relationship, uh, my impossible relationship with Tina and Jeremy. And it sounds like you let them kind of interpret their own. You take them to a place and you say. You know, interpret this how you will. Like, do with this mm. what you will. And I got to do that more because I, you know, I'll take them somewhere. You know, I'll take them to like one time we went to Mall of America and I said, this is going to be fun because we're going to do all the things. And they had yes. different experiences. And then I was very upset that we oh, were yeah. having such wildly different experiences. But it sounds like you let these kids kind of discover how they feel about the thing that they're doing. Oh, I hope I am. You know, just to just to bear all the noise of those trips sometimes, you know, I'm not always aware of exactly what I'm doing or not. I mean, uh, the heights for me are uh, being being close to my mortality and that feels real, you know? So sometimes we come down and I'm like, oh, did we talk? I don't even know what, what happened. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. That's deep. That if I deep. did that, if I did that, Carolyn would kill me. What happened with the kids? I don't know. I zoned out. Uh-huh. I took them to a high place and then I zoned out completely. You could never take those kids, yeah, to a high place. They'd push you right off. That's oh, not safe yeah. for you. Oh, no, no, no. And they, would, they wouldn't really mean to kill me, but they wouldn't feel that bad that it had happened. Right. You know, it would be framed after my death. Well, I don't know why she took them to that high place. You know, that's why I can't take them around trains. Not me. Not me. I would never. Right. You know, Pat. We've, you know, Herc, we have this agreement that if God forbid anything should ever happen to Pat, that I am on the case. I'm like, I, Ugh. I love those stories of like older ladies who lost a friend, but never give up because of the vengeance. And the, like uh, for, uh, Fred Durst, when Fred Durst killed his wife's, his wife's, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and that his guy wife's. and his wife's and he killed them. Oh. And the women, the friends of the women, the friends of the wife were like, we got you, buddy. We're going to not stop until we get you. And they kept it going. That's so Great. And what were they yeah. doing when the marriage was just ongoing? Um, they were listening to her say things like, if anything happens to me, it's him. You know, I think people should be more proactive because as, as we all know, I, lo- I watch a lot of Dateline. And yeah. I'm going to say this, if you're listening to this program and you've ever told a dear friend, if anything happens to me, my significant other, my spouse, this guy named Brian did it. Um, just be proactive about that and stay very clear of that person. You know, if, if someone says this to if you, you can. yeah, if you can. Now, I'm not trying to victim blame. I'm just saying you hear this story. Oh, if anything ever happens to me, it was my husband. Excuse me. Your relationship is bad. It's bad. Yeah. 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 You know, but also just, if you listen, yeah. if you heard this and you thought to yourself, the cycle of abuse isn't existent, doesn't real. It's not real. And I don't believe in it. And those women stay because they're dumb. 
mom, you could see yourself out of this podcast. Oh. We believe oh, in yeah. the cycle of abuse. We believe that women are staying because it's the only thing they could do at that time. And, and that's right for them. And we support, we support women. We support the victims. And if you don't, then you see yourself right of this, uh, right out of this podcast. Yeah, okay. And also, and, you know, France. Seconded. Oh, what a lovely. Every, yes. Every sentiment therein. I just couldn't feel more strongly. Uh, of course, Herc, because you know what? You're smart. You're smart. Mm-hmm. You're kind. You're confusing. All of it. All of all it. All of those. All yeah. of those. And it has just been a true delight. And again, I will have a headache after this, but it's worth it. We I think this, the same is true for me. And uh, how? What, what another good indicator of the fact that we're alive, right? Oh. Racking mental pain. That's it. That's right. You've said that so many times, you know, all this pain or sorrow, whatever you're feeling, it just proves that you're alive, you know, and boy, I hate that message, but I, it's true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. You remember that show, the good place where, where Ted dancing says everybody, uh, humans are all a little bit sad, Oh, but it's like so beautiful when he says it. Mm, he's great he's i love love ted dancing he has a full head of hair now full head of hair now and Mm -hmm. we love mary steam steenbergers steenbergers we love her too we love their love we love all of it she's terrific oh yes well um this has just been a little piece of heaven and i do have a a mantra this week that i yeah brought to you of course as always by the one and only patron saint and poet laureate of this podcast carol doyle and this week's mantra is An ant is like a cheap wine. Eventually, everyone at the holiday party will want some. I hope that's true. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's got to be. And that's how I feel. You know, you don't have to be an expensive, like a white um, bird wine. That you mm-hmm. that you had for us, mm-hmm. you can be a cheap one because eventually everyone will everyone will make their way to it at some point. Oh, that's I exactly listen. Right. I hope that's true. Oh, I want to tell you something that I heard that I don't know how to make heads or tails of this. So maybe you two right. can help me. And you know, statistics wise, heads or tails and stuff. Um, you could maybe help with that too, Herc. Somebody told me that I actually a couple people that they don't ever know when I'm flirting with someone because I kind of in reality am that nice to everybody. Does that ring? true i I don't know what to make of it i think it rings true for someone that is uh really aware of the world right Mm. because if i'm thinking back to just my first interaction you know there was care and a real energy to having that sandwich foisted on me you know and um if people understand that a relationship will require that real energy Mm -hmm. then yes i think they may see you are you are um, open and engaging with everyone in a way that it will be required of romance. Oh, okay. Pat, you take? I think you should be mean to the people that you flirt with. So there's a contrast. Okay. You know? Got it. You, know, you ever watch, one time I accidentally watched um, uh, the, the Put Down Artist? Yeah. Yeah. And that man... Who oh, is, I got to get a stupid hat. Do I have to get a real stupid hat? No. Well, it, I don't know if does it would he put, hurt. put downs on a hat. No, oh. he wears the hat and does put downs. It's like they yeah. come out of that stupid hat. He's he's awful. Now, I will say, yeah. I think that he's um, he, we can eject him into space, you know, mm-hmm. but I do think I, I wouldn't want you to hurt anybody's feelings, but maybe you just um, you're just a little bit colder to people mm-hmm. that you're flirting with. And that way they know, oh, something's just different here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Just, Good tip. just Good try tip. it and see how it goes. I would say, well, you know what? When when next time I see you when we're out and about, let's try it and just see, you know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
Yeah, for sure. For sure. As, as soon as we're out and about again, you know, that guy's such a maniac. This sorting hat put him in pickup artist. You know what I mean? It's like it put, it put him in, in, in the dumbest hat. It's right. like his own hat chose him for that dumb hat. Does that yeah. make sense? Right. Yeah. For being a real bastard. I mean, I'm glad we were able to dole out some advice. And if you ever have, if you have need of advice, you can email us at oh. those who gmail.com. Cause we'll, we'll answer it. Well, what a joy, what a privilege. I, I started from a down place and I'm ending in an up place and a little yeah. tension headache, but perfect. Yeah. And you can't know this, but I started in a very weird place before this podcast started and I'm feeling great now. I'm going to oh, go good. take a nap, but I feel great. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. A pleasure as always. You remind me who I am, ladies. Uh, oh, you remind whoa. me of my Jeep. What? What? Remember that song? No. You remind me of my Jeep. Oh, oh I wanna, send it oh, to I me. Wanna, that might be, me. oh shoot. Is that the bad guy? That might be a bad guy. I don't that know, but it doesn't sound like a good guy. Which one? Uh, how about this? I'll, well, I'll redo it. I'll redo it. And it'll be this. You remind me of a girl that I oh. once knew. That one's like better. Oh, yeah. He cheated. Yeah. He cheated on Chili, but, but that's okay. Cause we still like him, but we don't like the other guy. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah, we'll dissect that later. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just should oh. be a text of who I shouldn't listen to, I guess. Yeah. It's R. Kelly. That one's R. Kelly, I believe. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Roger. Roger Dodger. Well, as always, uh, love you, Herc. I love you, Mags. I love you, Herc. Love you, Pat. I love you both. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for listening to Those Who Ant. Your Auntie Mags is Dana Crisioli, and your Aunt Pat is Colleen Doyle. Uncle Hark is the wise and wonderful Darius Dela Cruz. Darius is an actor and director in Los Angeles. For the next week, you can see him at A Noise Within Theater in A Christmas Carol. In January, in the short film North Star, making Darius a first degree of separation from Kevin Bacon. And in a season two episode of Hunters, whenever that comes out, our music is by The Cues, and you can follow at The Cues Music on Instagram. In lieu of gifts, please consider donating to your local abortion provider this holiday season. Get vaxxed, get boosted, wear your mask, and for God's sake, call your aunts.